What's up, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of Unfiltered with me, Lindsay Hughes. I am so grateful to have you guys back. Thank you so much for coming, spending some time with me, listening to the podcast. I seriously appreciate you, and I'm really excited for today's episode. It's going to be unlike any that I have done so far, and this was a fun idea that I thought would make this episode really interactive, and that is going to be you guys basically exposing yourselves for secrets and confessions and embarrassing and crazy stories. You guys know I like to make the show really interactive, so I thought it would hopefully be fun. I know that I've definitely exposed myself already a lot on this podcast. Like There has been so many episodes where I have shared stuff that I've never ever thought I would share before and never shared on YouTube, and so I've already done a lot of exposing of myself to be completely honest. So it's time for you guys to expose yourselves a little bit. I hope that, you know, it has been a good mix for you guys so far. We've had about 15 episodes. I think, I think this is the 15th episode. So, you know, we've had some guests on already. We've had several individual solo episodes. And I feel like it's just fun to not really have any rules or limitations that, you know, YouTube or any other platform would essentially provide. And that is just why it's been so nice to have this platform. So I'm just kind of going off on a little ramble, but I just am feeling good. You know, we can really go into it and still have advertisers here on the podcast, which um, I did want to say, I know that I have the same three advertisers on all my episodes and that definitely might get repetitive to you guys but for the platform that I've been using right now since I started there really are only like a few sponsors available and you know I do spend so much time multiple multiple hours every single week on every episode so it is nice to be able to monetize them but I did kind of want to say like sorry if those get repetitive I definitely try to like switch them up I've tried to re-record them to make them a little bit more fresh Hopefully in future episodes and once the podcast kind of grows more, we can have different advertisers and different sponsorships, but thank you guys for, you know, listening and supporting the ones that I currently have and sorry that they're probably repetitive because they're like the same ones in every episode, but hey, honestly, I stand all of my sponsor, my three sponsors that I have so far. Oh, also I meant to mention this, but I started feeling a little bit under the weather like an hour or two ago. I feel like maybe I'm getting a cold or may- I don't really know. I kind of feel like fevery. Um, I'm not going to like freak out about it and be like, oh my God, I have Corona. Like I have the coronavirus because you know, that's just like the worst thing that you can do. (laughs) So I'm just kind of taking it easy. But I thought about like maybe recording this episode not today because it's already pretty late in the day right now. It's like 5 p.m. Typically I record around two or three. So I'm getting like a late start to this. But I figured, you know, I want to like still record even though I'm feeling a little bit under the weather. So, you know, if I am a little bit like low energy or this episode, I feel like it's probably going to be a little shorter than some of my other episodes. But hopefully that is okay with you guys. You never know what you're going to get with unfiltered it could be two hours it could be 45 minutes (laughs) okay so before we get into our weekly catch-up and our bops and flops and all that good stuff i want to shout out really quickly our iconic reviewer of the week and her name is ingrid and i really recognize ingrid's username because she is active with me on instagram we've dm'd many times i know what she looks like she's so sweet and supportive she left a sweet little review that says amazing work. You've done a wonderful job pushing out really great, consistent podcasts. The topics are all interesting and hearing your personal opinion slash experiences and advice is helpful. You also just have a soothing podcast voice, LOL. Keep up the good work. So Ingrid, thank you so, so much. It was short, sweet, to the point. We lived for it. If you guys ever are interested in being my reviewer of the week and getting a shout out on the podcast, all you have to do is leave a review for Unfiltered on the Apple Podcast app. It's super easy. It takes, you know, not much time at all and you can be the reviewer of the week and get a shout out. So thank you so much, Ingrid. And I appreciate anyone who's ever left a review, whether you've been the reviewer of the week or not. I've said this before, but you know, doing something new, like a podcast coming from doing YouTube so long with YouTube, you get like instant comments and you know, not that many people comment, but you know, typically I'll get like at least a hundred comments on a video. You know, some videos might get 
500 comments and you know that's just for me like that's that's a lot of feedback you know what I mean and um for podcasts there's not like a commenting section so a lot of episodes I really only get you know a couple people giving me feedback on it of course I can see how many people have listened and of course I always appreciate a comment on the podcast Instagram or a DM sometimes I get really sweet DMs about the episodes but you know it's one of those things that you don't get quite as much feedback because there's not like really a comment section And I totally get that. I listen to podcasts and I feel like typically I don't really like, you know, give feedback on it unless it's like my sister's podcast. I'm texting her or something like that. But it's so nice to be able to read you guys' reviews and feel like that's my little podcast comment section. All right, guys. And now for a little weekly catch up. I think it's going to be pretty short because I seriously don't even know what I've done. The past week, I know I say every freaking week, the past week, flew the hell by. (laughs) Um, Honestly, the past few days I've been watching a lot of Netflix, which I'll talk about in my bops and flops of the week. What else have I been doing? I've been vlogging. I've been cooking. Um, I don't even know what I did this weekend. Like I'm really trying to think about, did I do fucking anything this past weekend? I think I, yeah, I really just uh, stayed home alone as I've been doing. And hung out with my dog. Yeah, it was definitely a mellow week. Nothing crazy happened that I can think of. I mean, it was definitely a good week. It just not that much truly is like sticking out right now. But you know, that's the quarantine life, you guys. And I did just want to give a really quick shout out to my Patreon. That is where you guys can access my unfiltered videos and extra content that will never be on YouTube or even on the podcast. I've actually open up about stuff that I haven't even talked about on my podcast on my Patreon. So I do like videos about substances and substance experiences that I've had in the past. So last week I uploaded a video on my shroom experiences and my thoughts on shrooms. I've also done one on my MDMA experiences and um, my first psychedelic experience that I've ever had. And I will continue to do those videos for you guys and open up on there. And then I also, of course, have my smoke sesh tier as well, where I smoke and chill and review CBD and chillax with you guys with like a glass of wine and just catch up with you and smoke a little CBD joint or whatever it is. So I know I shout this out a lot, but you know, if you're a new listener or you are interested, you can definitely go and peep at my tiers on my Patreon. It is always linked in the show notes of every single episode. So thanks for listening to me ramble about that every week. Okay, now let's get into my bops and flops of the week. All right, let's talk about my flops first. So first flop of the past week is I've really found myself putting things off for very long periods of time, like things that I said I was going to do, like not even just because, oh, we're in quarantine, so I have time to do this now. Like I've just been putting shit off for no good reason. Like, do you guys remember a month ago or honestly, it was probably like a month and a half ago where I was like, I'm going to do a little like cute makeover on the office room in my house that I don't use at all and make it into like a cute little yoga meditation plant room. Do you remember that? Deadass, you guys. I brought down like some stuff from other parts of my house that I wanted to put into that room. I closed the door and I haven't even fucking like been in there. Uh, so why do I have no desire to like not redo, but like make an entire room in my house that I don't use actually usable. Like if you really think about it, I'm just fucking myself over because technically I have a three bedroom house and that sounds very excessive, which honestly it is a little bit excessive. I didn't really plan to get a three bedroom house. However, uh, the downstairs room is basically like an office. It's very small. I mean, it could be a bedroom, but you know, it's pretty tiny. So it's more of like an office space. Um, and then upstairs is like my bedroom and the guest room, which I'm very, very, very lucky and blessed to have. Like never thought I would have a fucking guest room. This is the first time in my life I've ever had one. And, um, I don't have guests stay very often, but I also use it as like a little workout room. So she actually gets a good amount of use. 
But the downstairs room, since I don't use it as an office, literally gets like no use. And if you really think about it, like I said, I'm just screwing myself over because that's essentially like a fourth or a third, whatever, you know, it evens out to having a bedroom and another bedroom. That's a big part of my rent every month that I literally don't use. I mean, I guess I use the room for storage, but guys, what the fuck? Like, hopefully I'll have an update on that in the next few weeks because why don't I want to just go and start? I think it's more that I don't really know where I want to begin. So I'm just kind of like close the door, forget about it. But yeah, definitely been putting some things off like that. Other things too, but that's definitely the main one. And it's just kind of like Lindsay, why are you procrastinating these things? Okay. My next flop is that I have really been losing focus quickly and I have been struggling to stay motivated with tasks and, um, you know, that kind of always happens sometimes, but I feel like I've really been just, you know, letting myself, like I'll start doing something and then I just fucking start doing something else. I try to do way too many things at once. Like I'll be doing a bunch of things at the same time. It's almost like in your brain, you have a bunch of tabs open on your computer. (laughs) That's what I feel like, but I can't focus on, it's hard for me to focus on like one thing at a time. So that's kind of another flop, but you know, Hey, it happens. Now let's talk about my bops, which I feel really excited to talk to you guys about this week. So my first bop is, Oh my gosh, I've been having the best, like nature walks specifically the one I had last night it was it rained very lightly and then right after it rained me and Squirtle like went out and walked on this area called the green belt which is pretty close to my house and it kind of goes through I think I've talked about this before it goes through Boise and you'll it goes right along the river as well um and it's just green and everything's finally alive and green and Squirtle and I were just walking we actually discovered like a new part of it that I hadn't walked as far which is really not even that far but um But yesterday I just had my headphones in. I was listening to the Lumineers, which is my favorite band. And I was just, it was right after it rained. It was like 8 p.m. Nobody was out. We saw like two other people on the green belt the whole time. Maybe a few more than two, but that's rare. Like usually you pass tons and tons of people and it was so peaceful. And I just kind of like went off path at some point um, and walked down by the water and just freaking sat on a little tree log. (laughs) And that was seriously like the highlight of my whole day yesterday. So I'm going to try to make more time for doing that stuff with Squirtle because he really deserves it. And also like embracing the time that I do live in Boise while I still do, because I don't really know like how much longer after my lease is up, which is in August, I don't really know like how much longer I am going to live here. So, um, yeah, just kind of like embracing, you know, where you are, that has been a bop. So guys, if you're, if you're in a place where you can do that, I mean, you probably already heard this a lot, but take a nice little walk with some music. Oh, I also had like a little hydro flask of wine. That's a vibe too. <laughs> like I had a little bit of wine just in my baby hydro flask. And I don't know. I just feel like that could make your quarantine walks a little bit better. If you're into that, I don't always bring wine on my walks, but Hey, sometimes it's a nice little before or after dinner energy. <laughs> Okay, my next bop also has to do with being outside, and that is that I am finally going to make like a cute little space, nothing crazy, but a cute little space on my balcony for the first time since I've moved in. So my balcony has always been like a back thought. It's always like, you know, I have this cute balcony, but when I first moved in, like it was nice out and then it got really cold and it was winter for like freaking six months. And now it's really nice out. And I've been really liking going out on my balcony, drinking wine, listening to music. That's where I'll do like my, uh, zooms and FaceTimes with my family. I'll go out there. And I, I literally have you guys a freaking folding chair from Walmart out there that I sit on and I have like nothing else. Like I don't even have outdoor plants and stuff out there. I just really haven't given it any time or thought. And it's like, okay, once again, Lindsay, like what's the point of having this space in your house and essentially kind of like paying for it. 
if you're not gonna, I mean, I use it, but you know what I mean? It could be so much cuter. So, um, I've decided, I love how, like, I already was just talking about my, uh, creating a space in my downstairs office, but you know, I think the balcony is going to be the first thing because I'm only going to probably live here for three or four more months. It could be a little bit longer, but we'll see what happens. I really haven't like utilized the cuteness that my balcony could be. So I'm really going to try to make it, even if it's just like get a little rug, get some plants, get a chair. I don't need anything crazy out there. Some string lights, like that's about it. Just some plants, just some string lights, just make it like a Zen space. I don't have to spend a bunch of money on this. Just get like, I'm just going to get a few things that make it feel really cozy and are just my like little place for me to go out and just really chillax, especially, you know, in these quarantine times, like having a balcony, I, I, you know, that is a privilege and that is something that is so nice. I can just go outside and have that space. So really excited about that. Sorry. I kind of went off on a tangent there. All right. And lastly, let's finish it off with, oh my gosh, I have a ton of shows that were bops the past week. I finished um, at least two shows on Netflix in the past two days. And then I also, the first one I want to talk about is a documentary that Netflix, I believe they just came out with. I, I think it's new. I think it's called Have a Nice Trip, a story of psychedelics or like have a nice trip, something about psychedelics. Basically, if you search like psychedelics or trip, I'm sure it will come up. And this is something that popped up after a show I was watching yesterday. And I was like, oh, yes, yes. I love, okay, this is something about me. I love any documentary that has to do with substance. But what I love about this one is, oh my gosh, it was so funny and entertaining while also being informative. And um, they actually interviewed a ton of different celebrities, comedians, musicians, people that talked about their time tripping, whether it was mushrooms or acid. Um, Peyote was one that was discussed. DMT was discussed. Am I forgetting any? I don't think anyone talked about ayahuasca, but they they like go into the fact that all of these types of um, substances are psychedelic experiences, and there are several different ones than what you might think of. But I feel like it primarily focused on acid um, or Miss LSD. You know her fancy proper name. (laughs) It was so like I said, it was just funny and entertaining, and I found myself just like so I was so into. To it. It's about an hour and a half. I honestly wish it was longer, but you guys should definitely check that out. Even, you know, if you're obviously, if you have no interest in ever doing a psychedelic, that's totally fine. It was still, I feel like, funny and interesting. I loved when they talked with ASAP Rocky because, oh my God, he just, everything that he says is so great and so funny (laughs) but they talked with so many different like I said comedians and musicians okay I'll stop talking about this now go check it out if you haven't already seen it that was basically my biggest bop of something that I've watched in the past like couple weeks okay and really quickly the other shows that I've watched and finished I won't like go into it too much (laughs) but I finally started Love Island so I've just been loving that. It was time. And then, okay, I know I was kind of late to the party on this one because it's been out for at least a month, I think, maybe longer. The show Outer Banks on Netflix, for some reason, when I first saw the previews, I was like, eh, looks okay, but like, I don't think it's really like my type of show. And then the other day, something in me was looking at it and I was like, you know what? Maybe I will give this show a try. I don't know why I thought, like, I didn't think I wouldn't like it. I was just kind of like, meh, there's other stuff that I could watch. No, you guys, I'm so glad I watched it. I I don't know what it was about this show. I think it was just like cute, the friend group, and there was so much. There was mystery, there was romance, there was like action. There was honestly like a lot of fighting and violence, but you know, nothing crazy. The show is about teenagers. So, I mean, I mean, I guess there was some crazy stuff, but I loved that there was a love story and it was about this group of friends. And also I loved that it was like a show that wasn't freaking filmed in California. I feel like everything that Netflix does is like filmed in LA or California and they filmed it in Charleston, South Carolina, which was really interesting. Cause like that is somewhere very close to where I grew up that I would go on vacations. And it was kind of cool to see a show take place in like 
the Southeast. So um, not that there is not, obviously there's other shows that are filmed in like Georgia and you know, that whole area as well. It made me really crave that boat life. You guys, like, I swear if I could really have like my dream, my dream life, just, you know, money wasn't a factor. I would be a bitch that lived on a lake, a beautiful lake. And I want to just like be on a boat every single day in the summer. I just love, I live for days where I get to go out on a freaking boat. You guys, it's like my happy place. Okay. So that show really brought out the craving for the boat life. Okay. Cause they're on a boat for like every single episode. Anyway, check it out. If you haven't, I'm sure a ton of you guys have watched it cause it's super popular and all the characters are hot as fuck. Okay. Like, ugh, so much eye candy in that show. Anyway, <laughs> and I'm losing breath already. You guys, man, these solo episodes, <laughs> But my last uh, show, Bob, I'll keep it really quick, is because you guys have probably seen this too, is the show Dead to Me. There is a second season that just came out, and I don't think there was that many episodes because I watched it so fucking fast. I feel like it ended, and I was like, what the hell? It's already over? Like, another season's already done? So I watched it in a couple days, and I live for Christina Applegate. It was really good. I really liked the second season. Um, so if you guys haven't checked out that show, it's another, like, kind of mystery uh show on netflix so we love to see it thank you so much to our long time sponsor on this podcast of anchor so anchor is actually how i make this podcast i wouldn't even have this podcast if it wasn't for the free tool that is the platform anchor so as i said it is completely free anybody can make a podcast from your house, from your phone, from your computer. Anchor distributes your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's basically everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And it actually is, you guys, I stan Anchor so hard. You can download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started with recording your own podcast. Okay, you guys, let's just get right into it. All right. <laughs> so the way I took you guys' like confessions and secrets was through Instagram. I wish I got more voice messages, but I didn't give much notice to be honest, you guys. It gave you like I honestly only took these for like three hours before recording. So next time I'm going to try to give at least 24 hours notice, but I did get one voice message that I wanted to start it off with. Shout out to you sis for leaving one. I love when I can hear you guys' voices, especially for like stories and stuff like this. So let's start off there and then we'll get into all the Instagram crazy confessions after that. Okay. So my name's Erin. And I need to confess something about a little crush I have that's, like, a little inappropriate, kind of seeking advice on it, but also just, like, I think it it makes me giggle. So I am a teacher, and I student taught a year and a half ago at the school that I have been hired at for next school year. And I loved my student teaching mentor. He's an incredible teacher. He's super smart. We have similar views on teaching and life. And honestly, we really get along. But I literally have the biggest crush on him. And now he's going to be my coworker. Not to mention, he's 38 years old. And he has two kids. And he's married. And I just don't know where to put all of my feelings. And I haven't told anyone about it. <laughs> I had to start it off with a voice message because I just love it so much. Like it really felt like you were giving us this confession, this secret confession that you haven't told anyone. So honestly, I love this. I think that, you know what, it is totally natural and normal to develop a crush on, you know, like a teacher or really anyone, but he sounds like a great guy. You know, you, you said that he's going to be your coworker and, you know, I would just say like, 
keep it, you know, keep it professional. I, you know, you asked for a little bit of advice. Obviously, you know, I think that you should respect, which it sounds like you do, you know, respect his wife and his marriage and his family. But other than that, I don't really think it's a problem to just have a natural little crush on this guy. You know what I mean? You guys are going to be working together. So, I mean, enjoy the time that you get to spend together. But as far as like, I guess you asked, you know, what do I do with all my feelings? Really just, you know, you can feel them, you can feel them, but I would try not to, you know, act on it, (laughs) but but feelings are real. You know, I I feel like you could confide in a friend or someone close about it. You can still enjoy your friendship and your co-working relationship with this guy. You know what I mean? You guys are going to obviously be spending, sounds like a lot of time together. So, you know, just like enjoy it, I suppose, but also try to keep, you know, that line of separation from professional to personal. I know it's kind of already, you know, having a crush, it's already kind of crossed over. Um, but you know, you still can respect that boundary. I feel like while still having a little bit of a crush. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> and I did want to say, I'm, I'm probably not going to give like much advice. Uh, she asked for advice, but mostly these were just you guys confessing. So I'm probably not going to like go off about every single one and give like you know, my advice on the situation. But now let's hit Instagram and get into you guys' secrets and confessions from there. You never know what's going to happen, you guys. I've read through some of them, but I haven't read through them all. So let's see what happens. All right, let's just, let's start it off strong. All right, I'm just going to read these. (laughs) Ha ha ha. I don't even know if this is crazy enough or what you're looking for, but on New Year's Eve, I was fresh off of a breakup, very drunk and very social. So very long story short, at this house party, I hooked up with one boy and then fucked a different boy and then fucked a different boy after that. Went to bed at five in the morning. Was really one for the books. <laughs> Yours, and then you put in parentheses. Your story about hooking up with that guy in that other guy's bed made you feel like you might enjoy this. <laughs> well, I do really enjoy this. And honestly, like sometimes you need to have that type of a night, okay? You know what I mean? Like live your best life. Honestly, this reminds me of my freaking prom night after party. I like, I don't even know what happened to me. I did, I did not fuck anyone, but I kissed four different boys the same night one of them was my date three of them are not my date and honestly I was like off the rocker at that prom after party I don't know what I think I was just like fucking drunk and I was just feeling confident sometimes you just need to fucking free yourself and have a great wild night who cares okay this one honestly just killed me I just read it the other minute and it says Okay, a dating confession. I dated a dude for nine months, in parentheses, online. And the entire time, he didn't know my actual name. I told him my name, but he thought it was something different. And despite me correcting him, he continued to call me the wrong name for nine months. Needless to say, I am the one that ended things. Oh my God. Okay. This is like one of those things. Honestly, it never has happened to me in like a dating scenario that's gone on, but this, I feel like this kind of could happen to you in real life where like the thing mixes up with a name and it just keeps being wrong and it's too late to like correct the other person or vice versa. Um, like I said, not with a dating scenario. So this is just wild that it was like in terms of someone you're romantic with. Um, so that one really made me laugh. It's just like, you were just kind of like, fuck it. Okay. This one's a little long, but it's like a hookup story. So we live for that. So she says, OMG, I love that you are having us submit crazy stories. Hee <laughs> hee. Mine is during my hoe phase, I was meeting up with this guy from Tinder. The whole situation was shady from the beginning. I drove so far to meet up with him and he picked me up and we drove to his house. Oh, wait. I drove so far to meet up with him. He picked me up. and we, Oh, okay. So I guess you didn't go directly to his house. Always a good idea. Super awkward, but tried to make convo. He wasn't really my type either. Once we got to his house, he offered immediately for us to blaze. Smoking a stranger's weed is so not good. Haha, but did it anyways. Then we watched Friends and cuddled. 
one thing leads to another and we start hooking up. All of a sudden he is pushing me down lower and I'm like trying to fight back. And then he asked me to call him daddy. Ha 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 ha. I was like, no, thank you. I'm not calling you that. The mood was instantly ruined and he did not get lucky. It sounds like this guy really just tried to rush things to be honest. Like just sounds like he really wanted it all to happen so quickly. So love that you stood your ground. Um, I'm glad that you're safe, honestly. And um, yeah, sounds <laughs> honestly sounds like a Tinder story to be completely honest. I swear like the guys on Tinder as opposed to in my experience, other dating apps, it's just like a different vibe, you know? It's just more of like a Netflix and chill and hook up type vibe. Not necessarily for like everyone, but you know, that's more of like a Tinder thing, I feel. So I work at a restaurant and this man comes in the other day to pick up an order. I've had him and his wife multiple times before. When he leaves, I tell him to tell his wife hello for me and he goes, my wife died. Face palm, face palm, face palm, face palm emoji. And by the other day, I mean yesterday. Oh my God. That's, yeah, that's just like really sad, honestly, and a, a little awkward, but mostly sad more than anything. I mean, you totally didn't know, but yeah, like obviously I'd feel a little bit sad if that happened to me, because especially it sounds like it was, it was fresh. So um, now at least you know, and he like told you, so you don't do it again. What if he just like didn't say anything and then you just like did it again and again and again. So I feel it's best that you know. Poor guy. <laughs> okay, let's read this one. Here's a funny slash most embarrassing moment. I was seeing a guy in college and he had a little party at his house one night. I had to go number two really bad and went in his bathroom. He didn't tell me the bathroom I used was not flushing and was overflowing when flushed. Guys, this is literally my worst nightmare. I'm not even fucking kidding. Okay, continuing. Not knowing this, I go and flush. Next thing I know, my poopy water is flooding his bathroom. I'm then trying to clean it up, but with what? I also was trying to hurry. I grabbed his towels and attempts to soak up the poo water, eventually placing them in his washer and starting it, but it was everywhere. It was awful, LMAO. I ended up telling him that I started his towels because it has overflowed, leaving out the poo part. P.S. I love you, Lindsay. Oh my god, I'm so glad you submitted this because I feel like this is one of those real life ones that like could so easily happen. And it's seriously, I'm not even kidding, like this is one of my biggest fears, especially if not not even just like um oh like girls poo but it's more like this was a freaking party you know what I mean like who's gonna be using the bathroom next like there's multiple people that are over and holy shit I would be so I don't even know what I would do I would probably do a similar thing that you did in this situation but this shit is like my worst nightmare okay like even the idea of having to go number two at a guy's place is just I hate it so much. I just like don't even want to think about it. <laughs> like sometimes it just really has to happen. You know what I mean? But like, like guys don't usually have poopery and all that shit. And it's like a lot of times they only have one bathroom or there's roommates. And it's just like, I will do anything to avoid going number two in somebody else's house. If there is an, honestly any other options. But a lot of times, you know, you just got to do it. All right, another confession. In 12th grade, I went on my school's grad trip with some friends. I ended up losing my virginity to one of my closest guy friends after a night out in the same room as my best friend who was also losing hers. I had to go back home to my boyfriend of one year with a neck covered in hickeys and a boatload of secrets. We continued dating and he even took me to prom. He still thinks he took my virginity to this day. I am not proud of cheating, nor am I proud of keeping it from him, but he ended up doing me dirty later on anyways. Oh my God, this is a crazy one. Um, wow. Okay. So, you know, your boyfriend at the time thought he took your virginity, but mm -mm -mm, you lost it with your friend in the same room. Honestly, like I kind of live for this story. I'm not even going to lie. Like there's so much here. There's just, it's great. There's a lot of tea here. You were young. You were horny. You were feeling it. Okay. 
I had a Halloween walk of shame, even though I hate the term walk of shame because no one should feel shame about their sexual encounters. <gasps> Tea. I've never really thought about that before. I, I guess I've never really thought so deep into the walk of shame, but honestly, you are right. Slept over at some guy's house, random hookup, and then had to walk home the morning after in my very revealing nurse's costume. So it was so obvious that it was a walk of shame. Worst part is that I ran into everyone going to the dining hall hungover, but also the hookup wasn't good either. (laughs) So it wasn't even worth the walk of shame. Honestly, girl, I've had a couple walk of shames. I won't even try to... I feel like every girl pretty much has. I mean, maybe not every girl, but, you know, sometimes it happens. I've had some of the worst walk of shames ever, like fucking makeup under... Like makeup from last night because I like slept over at some guy's house and obviously like didn't have anything to take my makeup off. Makeup fucking crusty, like mascara coming down my face, like wearing a full ass, like short ass dress and heels and then like strutting into my apartment building in downtown LA and like seeing it's like 8 a.m like seeing like the security guard the property guy behind the desk property manager the building manager just like hey Victor (laughs) yeah sorry (laughs) crazy night (laughs) so I totally feel you but (laughs) And this just happens sometimes. And honestly, I feel like, you know, a walk of shame is something that, yeah, a walk of shame doesn't feel so great in the moment because you just feel like everyone knows. (laughs) But hey, you know what? It honestly could just be a a long night out. Nobody has to know. Nobody really knows what went down. It could have just been, you know, a long, fun, beautiful night out with friends. In high school, there was a college frat boy party house that everyone went to, and one night I left my purse and car keys there. The next morning, I realized it and had to Uber to that house and get my things, but no one was answering. My friend and I were knocking on the door for like 30 minutes. Then we went to the window and started knocking. A normal knock, not even hard. And the window completely shattered. Finally, someone opened the door and we got my purse and didn't go back for a few weeks and no one ever knew. No one even knew it was you guys. So honestly, this kind of worked out for the best because holy shit, how did the window shatter? It must have been a shitty ass window on its last. But yeah, okay. The frat boy like leaving something and going back. Honestly, that's another relatable one. (laughs) You know. Okay, I've only briefly breezed through this one but i think it's gonna be kind of wild within the first year of dating my boyfriend i got way too drunk and puked in an uber costing him 160 dollars yep 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 i thought it was 200 so apparently it's gone down (laughs) next thing i remember is waking up in his bed and i noticed the sheets are soaking wet it isn't until i actually get up and notice how big the wet mark is that i realize i must have peed in his bed while i was passed out Out of confusion and total embarrassment, I didn't say anything at the time, and neither did he, which just made it even more humiliating. I didn't bring it up till hours later over text, and he didn't want me to feel bad, so he told me I threw up in the bed and that he had tried to clean it with water, which I believed. It wasn't until over a year later that he admitted he had lied since he didn't want me to feel bad or be embarrassed. I'm still mortified, but grateful that I didn't scare him away with my puking or peeing. I paid for the Uber charge eventually, BTW. P.S. We met on Tinder and are still going strong three and a half years later. Wow. This one was a wild ride. (laughs) But honestly, I mean, like, it could have been worse. It could have been worse. Like, you peed in his bed, you know? It sounds like he's he was very chill about it. So I I love that he, like, tried to lie to you and be like, yeah, you puked and I tried to clean it up with water. You know, yeah, you peed in his bed. But hey, he forgave you. He didn't really care. He didn't even try to tell you because he didn't want you to be embarrassed, which is really sweet. (laughs) And you guys are still dating. So honestly, like, I stan. (laughs) I love that you admitted this. I love how these are, like, all about hookups. (laughs) Okay, next one. Here's my absurd confession. I was working at a hotel in a national park when I turned 21 with a really small staff. I ended up having a fling with a guy who caught major feelings and did so many amazing things for me that day. But in true 21st birthday fashion, I ended up getting smashed that night and started flirting with one of my coworkers who was notoriously crazy and a big red flag. 
who was also hooking up with one of my best friends there. Because we were hanging out in such a small place, neither of us could get rid of our ball and chain summer flings. We ended up using our work-only keys to get into one of the rooms in the hotel and hook up. To this day, that guy has the worst reputation with everyone we know, and not a soul knows what happened. I'm equal parts amused and ashamed of my actions that summer. (laughs) Hey, you know what? whatever like you were fucked up it was your 21st birthday honestly i did some dumb shit just like that on my 21st birthday like i got kicked out of a strip club on my 21st birthday which is just like how you know what you were living your best life and um you should not feel bad about that thank you for confessing this (laughs) oh my god okay this one's great The actual craziest thing that's happened to me thus far is I once went on a date with a sugar daddy and he kept bringing up his kids throughout the evening. Awkward AF. And through those conversations and him eventually showing me a picture, I realized that I had slept with his son before. Face palm emoji. (laughs) When I was first reading that, I'm like, okay, okay, what's going to happen? And then the last sentence really just did me in. (laughs) That is fucking wild nothing like that has ever happened to me that is absurd and i love it i really fucking love it (laughs) okay this one is just like i don't even know how this happened embarrassing story here we go when i was younger about eight to nine probably i was at the zoo with my older cousins i went to the bathroom and somehow zipped the skin of my stomach into my pants zipper Chaos ensued. I ran out of the bathroom absolutely wailing. And if it wasn't enough that everyone in the zoo was staring at me, the seals came to the top of the water and screamed right along with me. Oh my god, that sounds so fucking painful. Like, I feel like I've like touched the skin with the zipper before, like for a second, but like actually, I don't even, okay, I'm not even gonna talk about it anymore because it scares me to think about. But girl, at least the seals were there for you in that moment. (laughs) okay this next one i honestly just feel like a lot of us can relate to this in some form or another not like exactly the same thing but just once i get to the end blackout me story left a party without my phone keys or shoes with my pants on inside out proceeded to sleep outside my apartment building woke up very confused and wondered wandered around my school's campus hoping to find my keys but yeah i didn't Slept in a great patch of grass, though. Overall, fantastic night. (laughs) I love the positivity at the end. Like, slept in a patch of grass. Like, it was a great patch of grass, though. Like, loved my night. I, okay, have I ever, like, fallen asleep in a fucking... I feel like I've heard so many stories of people, like, literally falling asleep in a field or, like, a front yard or a backyard and just waking up the next day. You're, like, you see that in movies and you're, like, oh, my, oh, my word. But I don't know if... Oh, God, have I done that? I've ba- I feel like I've basically done that every time I've been in a festival, except I was usually made it into my tent. <laughs> but I've definitely, like, fallen asleep on the ground from being too fucked up yes but i think i eventually got up and like made my way to like my tent or wherever i was but that is fucking funny i love this one all right buckle up for this one y'all girl do i ever have a story for you a few summers ago my boyfriend and i decided to go camping with my family in a camper we decided to take our own vehicle so that we could sneak off to smoke and have sex while we were camping When we arrived at the campsite, they weren't there, so we decided that it was the perfect time to try anal for the first time, of course. So we began the foreplay, then it was time. When we realized we didn't have lube and me being terrified, we grabbed the closest thing to lube, which was olive oil. (laughs) It ended up working and being really good. Then we finished, and seconds after, my parents got back to the camper. (laughs) I still can't believe that this happened, but I I die laughing every time I think about it. I hope you read this and put it in the podcast. I listen and watch every week and have watched you on YouTube since Georgia days. Love you, legend. (laughs) This is one of the best fucking stories we have gotten so far. It's just so funny. It's like 
anal and olive oil. Like it's just honestly wild. Honestly, I'm not that surprised that the olive oil worked great because coconut oil is a great lube. And I feel like, you know, olive oil, coconut oil, they're, they're similar. I mean, I feel like you could use olive oil. I, I don't know. It seems pretty natural. I mean, you eat olive oil all the time, so it doesn't seem like it'd be crazy to use that as a lube as a last resort. <laughs> so honestly, I love this. I love that, you know, I thought you were going to say that they like walked in when you guys were like doing it or something. I thought that it was going to go even down a more crazy turn, but I kind of love that it just like happened on the family vacay and that like no one ever knew. And now, you know, you guys were probably using the olive oil the rest of the weekend, just laughing to yourselves thinking about that olive oil so I'm glad I'm glad it was a great experience it sounds really funny and I'm really I'm I'm very entertained that you shared this with us seriously I'm feeling honored I don't know how embarrassing this will sound to everyone else but I was mortified by it I was going to a psychiatrist because my mom had found out I was smoking weed and freaked the hell out One day before going to class, I put my weed box in my backpack because I just knew my mom was going to comb through my room that day. After school, we went to my psychiatrist appointment and about 20 minutes in, the receptionist walks in and goes, your mom wanted you to have this and it was my weed box. (laughs) Oh my God. So she still found it even though it was in your backpack. I swear moms always know. Moms always fucking find your weed. And how I know this is there was this time, um, I believe my sister has to have told this story like on her weed tube or something like that. But there was this time that me and my sister um, were on vacation. Well, my whole family was on vacation and my sister had like hidden some weed in her little like beach house bedroom that, you know, we were staying in a cute ass beach house. It was very nice. And my sister and I would like, you know, smoke at night when my parents went to sleep. And, um, classic I mean obviously and Megan like we thought we were hiding the weed in a good spot we put it behind like a picture frame and there were these like giant bookshelves in the room she was staying in and we put it behind a picture frame and there was so much on the shelves it's like why would you ever look there but I swear to god like my mom found it so fucking fast we me and my sister like got back from like taking a walk on the beach and this is a whole story in itself but like basically my sister's bowl at the time was like sitting in the middle of the table and I think the weed was next to it in the like center of the kitchen table and me and Megan walked in from like our beach walk and my mom literally just goes so we found your pipe (laughs) I love when like I know a bowl is like technically a pipe but I think it's funny like when people call it that (laughs) um it's kind of like when your mom calls weed like pot or something so anyway yeah that was silly maybe I'll have to ask my mom about that uh when she's a guest on my podcast which hopefully will be soon because I want her to be in an episode and I feel like she would look back and really laugh at that story because obviously now she accepts like us smoking weed um (laughs) but you know this was when I was like 17 Megan was probably 15 or whatever and you know we were on family vacation and we had brought drugs on the ride down to Florida so (laughs) okay this one's fucking wild (laughs) I dated an older man I met on seeking arrangements one day I was looking through his car for a tissue (laughs) I found a business card Turns out he wasn't who he said he was. Also, he was married. So naturally, I blackmailed him into paying me $30,000 and never saw him again. (laughs) Bro, that's fucking wild. Like, even if you had said $3,000 in this message, I would have been like, what the fuck? $30,000? Holy shit. Honestly, you scammed. You scammed harder than I could ever even imagine scamming a man. You fucking got your bag and you got out of there. I don't even know how you got this man to give you $30,000, but honey, you are a fucking legend, okay? (laughs) Okay, I'm gonna read a couple more of them that I just got that are like a little bit shorter. The ones I was reading before were from like DMs, so they were a little bit longer. These ones are kind of more quick (laughs) to kind of finish it off. I love my boyfriend, but four years ago, he cheated on me, and I know it, and he doesn't know that I know. Ooh. Okay. Uh, I mean, four years ago. At this point, I feel like you would have brought it up if you were going to bring it up, so I guess it's just a little secret, but hopefully that was the only time. You know what I mean? I'd be pretty... 
untrusting if I found out something like that after. But, I mean, I guess you kind of have the power in the sense of you knowing and he doesn't know that you know. But hopefully he has never done that since because you don't deserve that. Okay, this one's just so absurd and I don't really understand it, but I have to read it anyway. I seduced my friend the other night by the way I ate a cheese whip. Only a Wisconsin girl could do that. (laughs) I honestly don't know what a cheese whip is. Is it like a freaking Cheeto or something? (laughs) But I love it. And I'm going to keep this in because I love it. (laughs) One time a cop caught me and my boyfriend having sex in the car, butt naked and all. (laughs) Honestly, I feel like this happens a lot. Why are cops always rolling up like freaking creeps okay like can we not just sometimes when you're like a teenager you're younger the only place you can safely have sex is a car okay like i remember in high school going to visit the mans i was like into and literally the only place we could hook up was like the backseat of my car like what are we gonna do like go into his parents house or go into my parents house like no we know what We know what that would lead to. We know that that would be like a door open type situation. So you know what? Why are the cops trying to ruin this for us? This one's kind of relevant to life right now. I broke quarantine to go make out with a guy. Needed some physical attention so badly. (laughs) Honestly, I feel like so many people have done something like this. Okay, this is going to be the last one. It's another a little bit of a longer one. (laughs) I think it's funny. Okay, probably the worst one I can think of right now, dot, dot, dot. My best friend and my husband's best friend are cousins. Before my husband and I started dating, I had a thing with his best friend. We were on a long road trip with my husband, just friend at the time, his best friend, my best friend, and both of our best friend's moms. My now husband's best friend totally gave me a through-the-pants orgasm in the car with all of them present, and they had no idea. My husband now knows about this story, and we can laugh about it now. My best friend was totally grossed out by this story. We were young and horny. What can I say? And then it's that emoji where both of the hands are thrown up. Also, I cannot wait to hear what others have to say. Oh my god, that is that is wild. Honestly, though, I feel like thinking about it, I feel like so many things like that probably like slyly happen. Like not necessarily like in a car with uh, other friends and family, but like under a blanket or like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like stuff like that, like probably has happened to tons of horny youngins, tons of horny people. And um, honestly, like if, if you get away with it, it's just like kind of really funny to look back on and be like, ha ha. But you know, I mean, um, I think that that is really funny. And I also think it's great that like, even though this was literally like at the time with your husband's best friend that you and your husband can laugh about it now. I mean, I think that's great. I think that goes to show that, you know, he is a really great guy (laughs) and I think it's really fucking funny. (laughs) That is the one I'm going to leave it off on because wow, these were so good and so funny. Even just from giving you guys like three hours to give me these secrets and confessions. I love, I love it. Well, let me know if you guys want to hear more episodes like this. You know, at some point in the future, we can do more of these confessions and secrets type episodes where you guys submit stuff because honestly, I mean, I found it really entertaining. I hope that you guys did too. If you don't already follow the unfiltered Instagram account, that is just a great way to get involved with the episodes and keep up and get to vote in the topics. It is just unfiltered with Lindsay Hughes. That's the account name. You can also just find it in the show notes of the episodes. So go give that a follow if you haven't yet. Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, I actually feel better after doing this episode. I feel like I don't feel as shitty as I did at the beginning. So I'm really glad that I did this today. It was like a mood booster to me. I, I needed this. All right, guys, have an awesome week and you will hear from me again next week. Bye, guys. Bye.